have you had a manager you loved and would do anything for, or do you dodge IMs from your leader and dream of moving to another team? The difference in these cases isn't just personality and goes beyond how well your manager is trained in leadership. Tune into today's episode to understand what really underpins these critical relationships between leaders and followers at work. Hi there, we are Haley and Jordan Anderson, and this is the Career Engineering Podcast, where engineers help other engineers have better careers. We're a husband and wife engineering team who are passionate about helping you excel in your workplace. After working in the energy and aerospace industries, we both got our master's degrees in organizational behavior. And in this show, we dive into some of the biggest challenges we each face at work that we didn't learn about in our technical degrees. As engineers, we all love to know how things work. So on this podcast, we'll look under the hood using research and experience to help you better navigate your coworkers, organizations, and careers. So today, I want to talk about an experience from all the way back in high school. Yeah, and how long ago was that? <laughs> all right, all right. Be careful. Remember, you are older than me. Uh, but yes, it has been a few years and too many to count, so let's not go there. But I don't know if you know this about me, but I had a really accomplished softball career in high school. I actually had no idea. I'm excited to hear about it. <laughs> well, it lasted a whole two weeks. That's probably why you haven't heard about it. Um, but I had a volleyball coach my sophomore year that I really liked. And she was relatively new to our school, but I think we both saw a lot of similarities in each other. So we um, liked and respected each other. And after working with her all that year and developing this relationship, she came to me one day and asked if I would try out for the school softball team. This was entirely out of the blue, and because I had never even touched a bat and had never expressed an interest in playing softball, it was kind of random, but she told me that she just needed me to work hard and that she would teach me all the other skills that I needed. And I was, of course, flattered because I really liked this coach, so I did it. I enjoyed my two weeks of practice, um, but was quite terrible at the sport. I think my awesome hand-eye coordination got me a black eye during my second practice. Um, but ultimately, the, the school decided that we didn't have enough people to make a team, and thankfully, my softball career ended as quickly as it began. I'm not sharing this story just to brag about my impressive athleticism. I think my willingness to play a sport that I never even considered just because a coach asked me to is really interesting. This leader made a huge impression on me and was able to get me to do something I otherwise never would have done. And I think some major social science phenomena might have been at play here. Yeah, that is really interesting. It's uh, pretty fascinating that we will do things for some leaders that we obviously would never do for others. <laughs> you know, So I've certainly had managers I'd hypothetically run into a fire for. Whereas for other leaders, I have a hard time even making myself answer their phone calls. So we talked previously about the importance of relationships at work. So today, let's jump in more specifically to this leader-employee dynamic. Yeah. There are, of course, both good and bad leaders out there. And it's actually been shown that managers are the single greatest contributor to individuals' positive or negative experiences at work. This makes a lot of sense since they are likely the person you interact with most at your job. Unfortunately, many leaders have very little formal training or experience before taking on their first management role, and this is particularly true in technical areas where individuals are often promoted based on their technical abilities, but then they're placed into positions where they're no longer managing products or coding and things of that nature, but instead they're managing people who are much more complicated. 
Yeah, and there's so many angles to study leadership, and we're completely leadership nerds, so we're very likely to discuss, to discuss this further in the future. But today we'll talk about a concept called the leader-member exchange relationship. And it's important to start with this idea of leadership because it really underpins and is fundamental to all uh, leader-employee relationships. Yeah, so leader-member exchange, or LMX for short, it's basically just this two-way relationship that all leaders form with employees or with followers. Recalling back to our very first episode, we talked about social exchange theory and how all of our relationships are underpinned by these subconscious contracts wherein we hope to have positive outcomes or returns from these relationships. When a high-quality relationship is in place, we say that there is high or positive LMX. Conversely, a negative or low-quality LMX relationship is one that's based more just on fulfillment of obligations and is much more transactional. So a good rule of thumb when you're thinking about whether or not you have good LMX with your manager is to think about whether you feel deflated or annoyed when they walk into the room (laughs) or if you're excited and, and very respectful of their opinions whenever they speak. Yeah. And one important distinction is that LMX is not about liking the person. It is about transparency, trust, and respect between a leader and their followers. Leaders who have high LMX with their teams typically offer high levels of support, choice and assignments, responsibility, mentoring. They also strive to provide work environments that are desirable to their employees and provide their followers with individualized attention, so really focusing one-on-one with every employee. And they provide more thorough performance evaluations and invest more in employees' development long-term. Unsurprisingly, high-quality relationships produce more positive outcomes than low-quality LMX relationships. Among followers, when there's positive LMX present, individuals are much more likely to be proactive and to go above and beyond in their job roles. Or join a softball team because they needed more players. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That is a perfect example, you know. So, So team members exhibit stronger performance at work, report greater satisfaction, feel more loyal to their organizations. And so having good LMX really does pay off for both employees and organizations. On the opposite end of the spectrum, when there's poor leader-member exchange relationships for employees at work, individuals might still show up and do their jobs, but are not going to go above and beyond. They are not likely to feel safe or motivated to speak up and share ideas or feedback outside of just their assigned role. So ultimately, there's not really any emotional attachment with their relationships to their managers or their coworkers, and as such, they may be less committed to the organization as a whole. Another trap that I think some leaders, especially technical ones, can fall into is being purely task-focused, but LMX comes before performance more than it's the other way around, so we can't assume that just pushing a team to deliver the final results that the company wants will make the team love their leader anymore. Rather, investing in these relationships is going to help motivate employees to better performance. You know, people work for a leader, not just a company, which is why LMX can have reverberating effects for an entire company. And, you know, so this is why a company performing well in the short term doesn't necessarily translate to employees having a great experience day to day if they don't have uh, that great relationship with their managers. Mm-hmm. So how can understanding the importance of these relationships with our leaders improve our careers? Well, understanding this idea of leader-member exchange can affect both our role as individual contributors on a team or in our positions as leaders. You know, from the perspective of a team member, We should take regular stock of our current relationships with our managers and leaders. You know, do we want to think about, do we respect them? Do we feel respected? Do we feel heard and and are we being developed by them? 
If the answers to these questions are no, we should definitely consider what we can do to improve these relationships. So first, we could consider striving to get to know them as individuals, understanding their background and trying to understand what might have led them to their role and to their areas of expertise. We can also try speaking up about our needs as an employee. You know, so for example, if you're someone who wants more feedback, ask for this from your manager and set up time with them for regular check-ins. If you don't have a great relationship with your immediate manager, you can also consider expanding your network among the leadership team to see if there's someone you connect with a little bit more. Try reaching out to your upper managers or the leaders of sister teams. You know, this might not change your day-to-day -day experience as much, but you can get a lot of the same benefits in terms of feeling supported, having mentorship, and having a positive relationship with the company overall. For leaders, your relationships with your followers should be your top priority, and that's pretty non-negotiable. Not only are there significant performance benefits to cultivating strong LMX relationships, but there's not much point in achieving results if no one wants to work with you after the project ends. Leaders can cultivate more positive LMX relationships by exhibiting respect, providing job variety, task autonomy, and acting as a mentor to their employees. You should prioritize one-on-one -on -one sessions with employees to give regular feedback and provide a forum for them to give you feedback as well. And this might require you to step outside your comfort zone, you know, to, to wade into some vulnerability. But developing these deeper human connections and relationships with employees will elevate every one of your future exchanges with your team. And one more interesting fact is that research shows that even when managers have to take unfavorable actions like layoffs or budget cuts, employees are more receptive to these changes when they have a positive LMX with their manager. If they have a good relationship, they're likely to attribute the negative outcome to the situation and not the leader itself themselves, which helps to ensure that d disappointments don't spiral into personal conflicts. Great. So it sounds like a positive LMX, you know, will solve all of your organizational problems. Um, maybe it doesn't quite work that way. And, and as with really everything, there are some downsides to LMX that we need to make sure we're careful of as leaders as well. Inevitably, managers are likely to have more positive relationships with some employees than they have with others. And this can result in feelings of in-groups and out-groups in teams. So more differentiation in LMX relationships among employees can lead to greater team conflict, you know, to feelings of envy and lower team effectiveness, even greater distrust and poorer satisfaction and well-being. So it's no surprise that having favored employees or even just being perceived as playing favorites is going to introduce some challenges. Yeah, I can definitely remember more than one episode of The Office when this happened. Yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> hopefully our workplaces are never that extreme. Right. But everyone who's seen The Office will know that it, what it's like to be on Michael's good side or on his bad side. <laughs> if you're a Toby or a Creed, you're never really developed or cared for. But if you're a Ryan, the boss takes a much more active interest in your development. <laughs> right, right. And ultimately, managers should try, strive to treat all employees equally and take stock of their existing relationships in order to ensure that there's not favoritism occurring. If you're concerned that in and out groups are forming or even just perceive that it, it's possible, reach out to those employees that you may have a weaker relationship with and strive to get to know them, mentor them, and invest in their development. This will help raise the entire team. And when promotions or new assignments come up, make sure you're considering all of your employees equally and really look at the varied strengths of your team members to find the best fit rather than just whoever comes to mind first. Yeah, we definitely need to be careful with this because research shows 
that having high differentiation among our employees or, or playing favorites like we're talking about can actually have worse impacts than if you just have poor relationships with everybody, right? So these inconsistent LMX is actually worse than just bad LMX altogether. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> So in conclusion, let's recap what we learned today that can help us be better leaders and followers at work. So leader-member exchange relationships are the foundation of great leadership at work. So we need to remember to invest in them, whether we're the leader or the follower, and ensure that we benefit from the growth, development, loyalty, and support provided when there is strong LMX. As a manager, if you'd like to have employees that go above and beyond or are loyal and who are more adaptable when changes arise, take time to invest in one-on-one relationships with your team members. As you invest in their growth, show respect, and help them feel seen and valued, they will return those positive experiences with better performance and experience greater satisfaction at work. While time can be difficult to find, the cost of not investing in these relationships is too high not to prioritize. Block time in your calendar every week for regular check-ins with your team members. Don't skip goal-setting discussions and make sure your employees feel your respect for them. And I'd argue that this has never been more important than in today's uncertain, remote-only work environment with COVID, where it's potentially harder to establish these relationships than ever before. And since we all are going to be managed at some point in our lives... Don't underestimate the time you spend one-on-one with your manager. So be intentional and thoughtful about what skills you want to develop, how your work could be going better, and don't be afraid to raise your hand and ask your manager for help in these types of areas. Doing so will help your leader understand how they specifically can support you, and long-term, this will build a strong foundation of help that you can both build upon. I heard a communication coach recommend that he always thought about different things that he could talk about with his manager when he saw him in the hallways so that he was prepared when the manager asked, how are things going? He had a legitimate answer other than just saying, good. So it's uh, definitely the small things can matter. I know as individual contributors, especially if we work in more technical roles, we might just want our results to speak for themselves and to never worry about these more touchy-feely aspects of the job. But research shows that having a positive LMX with your manager can be transformational to your experience at work. And I'm sure we've all felt that if we've ever been in a workplace. Definitely. And remember that we're not recommending that you have to be best friends with your leaders, but rather focus on fostering an exchange of respect and collaboration, support and recognition. Working on these relationships as leaders and followers can be the most important thing we do to improve our satisfaction at work long term. What challenges are you facing at work or in your career? Do you like what you're hearing here or have anything to add to the discussion? Be sure to hit subscribe on our podcast to keep the conversation going and let us know your thoughts by reaching out to us. Links to our social media channels as well as our email are included in the show notes.